0: listening to TJ Talks.
1: All right, welcome to TJ Talks. I'm your host, Judd, and with me, as always, is Teresa. Hey.
0: Hi, Judd, how are you? Good, good.
1: Wow, well, we're starting our podcast a little early. It's Tuesday, in case uh, people are wondering. The reason we are is just to kind of accommodate schedules, and we want to keep consistent and have our podcast out there so this will get posted uh wednesday all right right. well there is a lot of stuff going on as i think everybody is well aware and we had a weekend of valentine's day really yesterday was valentine's day but there was a full full full-on valentine's day weekend i think for a lot of people
0: it was 72 hours of valentine's for me it was awesome wow how about that (laughs) Completely unnecessary and totally awesome. It was great.
1: <laughs> and, and then, of course, over the weekend, there was the Grammys. So yeah. that was going on, which you might think, well, big deal. Well, the Grammys. Well, for some people, it's a big deal. And for others, well,
0: you know. Well, it's always fun, especially to go over the fashion part of it. You yeah. know, I love those
1: parts. Yeah, that's true. And let's see. I don't know. I Well, we'll talk about that as one of our subjects. And then finally, I think we had... Um, so what's that other topic we were going to talk about?
0: Well, we were going to talk about just in general mm-hmm. political sex scandals because uh. there's a big one in Europe right now in Italy. So we'll see how that's all going to pan out.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And we just want to talk, you know, what makes for a good sex scandal, and you know, how does that work for people? Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> so, so we got. Whoa, are you there?
0: I am there. Sorry.
1: No, no
0: problem. Carol's a podcast. I had to readjust sorry
1: <laughs> okay we're good uh, mm. all right so let's go ahead and we'll start off with talking about uh let's go let's we'll go with valentine's day yeah okay because that's an easy one I'm,
0: well you were at animal kingdom how was it were the animals all in love
1: um you know unfortunately we did not get to see too much of that
0: <laughs> okay <laughs> That's a special tour. You have to pay extra for that one, right? You know, it's,
1: talking about that, uh, amore. I was at uh, the um, the Atlanta Aquarium back a few years ago.
0: Okay.
1: And, and uh, we did see some animals, and and also SeaWorld. It's usually the aquatic animals are the worst about it. You know, it's like hide your children. You know, oh my God! How do you how do you explain that? When Why is go- that
0: fish swimming on top of that other fish?
1: Well, no, it, you know when you see like a dolphin or a manatee and it has that appendage that looks like you know,
0: oh, it looks okay. like a,
1: it looks like a human's appendage, and you're like, yeah,
0: they are anatomically correct, aren't they?
1: They, they are, and they're very. Um, they're very big.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you
1: you can't miss them.
0: You can't miss them. Yeah. Oh boy, are they just swimming around, displaying it, or are they in the act of doing anything?
1: Uh, both. both. Oh, okay. Well, wow, well, I've
0: never seen that. I guess I don't go to the zoo or the aquarium well, often enough.
1: Well, see with dolphins, particularly, they uh, they they're retracted in their body until they're aroused, and then that
0: Okay. Well, the water's still so cold. <laughs>
1: they're, they're, that's a good excuse. <laughs>
0: I'm sure that's, it's the George Costanza problem, right? Yes.
1: Shrinkage!
0: That's right. Uh, well, so we didn't see any of that going on at know. Disney World, which I guess is probably good, because oh. we wouldn't want small children to be scarred.
1: Uh, yeah. Well, you know, they they have lots of animals. that they're...
0: Actually, I saw some really cool animals while we were there. Okay.
1: But it was very crowded, and we only stayed two hours, and we left for the day after that.
0: Oh, okay. Where'd you eat? What did you have? You had chocolate, I hope?
1: Um, Actually, we didn't go out to eat until yesterday, and we went to Mimi's Cafe, where they had... Oh, you
0: paid yeah. Valentine's Day out at a restaurant. Good yes. to see you. Yeah,
1: so that's what we did. We went to Mimi's and had their special, which was like, you know, two meals and share a dessert, but we can't share a dessert, so we... Uh... <laughs>
0: That girl. I don't want to share my dessert either. I want my own dessert. Good for her. That's good.
1: Yeah, but I had chocolate and she did not, so I guess that makes me the chocoholic.
0: Oh, good for you. (laughs) Well, it's it's sort of required to have chocolate on Valentine's Day, right? I I mean, I would think so. Yeah. But that's the beauty of getting your own dessert and sharing with somebody because she knew you were going to get the chocolate. So, you know, she's going to take a bite of yours. And so she does not have to have chocolate because she can just eat off of yours, which is the way to do it. Right. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. This is not our first rodeo. We know how to work this ordering dessert thing.
1: (laughs) You know, it's funny. We both took off of work. And she had some stuff going on, and so she had to go run around and do errands. And so I did a bunch of my errands. I was I cleaned my vehicles because they were hadn't been clean in a while. Okay. I would, actually took them to the car wash. You know,
0: woo. Oh, good times. Okay, had, had
1: somebody else clean them. One of them. One of them. And then uh, I had dirt delivered. We we are. So this is all Valentine's Day. You know, you take off <laughs> just to do. All the stuff that you should have done or wish you could have done on the weekends. So that that
0: was that is not the right kind of getting dirty on Valentine's Day. I don't know what your project was or what you're planning to do with that dirt, but that was a a Valentine's Day. I don't know.
1: I should have sprayed it down with water and then we could have just jumped in it and that would
0: have been (laughs) a mud wrestling contest, right? Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. A lot of people pay big money for that. There's a spa near us that's all about um, they have a mud soak thing and you go on there and you get the mud all over so that that would have been good you could have charged admission and invited the neighbors
1: I right, yeah well it's still sitting over there i've got i've got a lot of wheelbarrows to be moving <laughs> yeah. oh well
0: that sounds like work yeah
1: but then after that we, when we got home and both of us were home we got out and went to mimi's had her dinner came back and then i cleaned the house so
0: <laughs> wow that was, well that's a nice valentine isn't it life. wow yeah, she crazy.
1: she got to watch tv and i uh got to and you did chores I Did some chores see
0: nice just wearing that apron and your feather duster uh-huh. that's all right yeah <laughs> well that's exciting
1: are, are you still uh, able to see the video
0: i can see your video yes <laughs> and that's pick that little puppet is your um Mm-hmm. profile picture right
1: okay um, one of them yeah <laughs> Was that,
0: is that a character from something that we should know am, or is it i, just I don't a...
1: know i just found these hand puppets somewhere and they're fun they're, cute. To, they're fun to play with if you yeah because <laughs> I, you know, I my uh nieces and nephews are young and when i'm videoing teleconferencing with my mac to my mom's place a lot of times i'll pop those up for fun
0: right exactly that's a good idea i need to start skyping with my niece that would be a good way to talk to her
1: yeah, you know, and then I can. Throw, I don't call enough. Then I can throw my voice for those of you listening at home. I have these little hand puppets. Maybe I'll take some photos of them and I'll put them into the podcast stream, so you, oh, can, you so you can see what they look like. For yeah. <laughs> so th- this would be me, and I guess this would be Teresa, right?
0: <laughs> oh yes, I think that's the most flattering one that you have. So Cause, I'll cause, take that one. I'll take the orange one.
1: Because I, I have the, you know, green and a horn. So I don't right. know what that means. But <laughs> I'm probably gonna end up having to take this out of the podcast.
0: Take that out of the, <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's just hear the light of day.
1: Uh-huh.
0: All right. So back on track about Valentine's Day. Yeah, so So that was your day. All right. So you had a good time then.
1: you, you know what, all in all I would say I had a good time. It was it was good. Right. Yeah. So how about
0: I yourself? Yeah, it was a good one. We had our little Valentine's uh soiree which mm-hmm. was fun. And um and that was Saturday night. So that was really my main day to celebrate. And then Sunday it was my day to recuperate after the soiree from Saturday night and um had to do so uh while attending church, which is unusual for me, but it was say scout boy scout and cub scout event that we had to go to church. And then yesterday um got some really cute cards and definitely a little box of chocolate and stuff for the kids and from the kids so it was a nice it was just a nice three days and and for me i you know i went to bed last night and i thought oh we just had the loveliest valentine's day and i always feel bad for people that don't like valentine's day and and there are lots of people that don't like it and i don't understand that you know
1: I, I, okay, let, let's, let's, this is a good conversation that we should have because I know there are people out there that are listening that just think that Valentine's Day is a bunch of hooey.
0: Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And well, I don't understand it. I don't know why that, that would be. I mean, like I had, I think we talked about this last week. And if you've had a bad experience or maybe you're not with someone that you love, then yes, I can understand opting out of Valentine's Day. But, if you're with someone and you want to have fun, then you have to make it fun, right?
1: Well, let, let me speak on behalf of the anti, as much as I possibly can, of the anti-Valentine's <laughs> Day deal. First off, as a guy's perspective, well, sometimes you feel like you can't meet the expectations of okay. of the ladies. And so right. there's this feeling that there's this manufactured event to go and... Um, do above and beyond the love that you probably are supposed to give every day. And, you know, I mean, you just got off of Christmas and you just spent every dollar. just got
0: off of Christmas? That was six weeks ago. Come on now. We're moving right.
1: on. Right. <laughs> you, you just, you just spent your entire credit card filled with stuff. And now you got to get that $10,000 diamond. What the heck's up with that? So, <laughs> okay all right so i think i think that though you know people are believe that you know love should be given all the time and it shouldn't be you shouldn't have a holiday needed to do it
0: to do it okay i I guess i understand and i i'm not saying that every valentine's day is perfect please don't misunderstand me but i think if you just try uh, oh well we we know that That for, um, like you said, for a lot of people, the expectation is there. And if a gal puts that expectation on a guy of, you know, you got to buy me some sort of elaborate jewelry or take me out, well, then he just chose wrong. That's my opinion.
1: Uh Uh-huh. There you go.
0: (laughs) He should have found someone less (laughs) maintenance-y.
1: Well, we we exchanged cards, had a meal, and I got her some little gift thing that she...
0: Well, now we've only got 364 days till the next one, so... Mm-hmm. You have plenty of time to prepare. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'll take me that long to recover from this one. So I'll need that time.
1: <laughs> Man, uh, You know, I, 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 but I can understand why people do things like go to Valentine uh, Valentine's Day parties and things like that.
0: Yeah. But, well, it, you know, I think usually people that do that are, 12 and under because it's usually a kid thing. But for me, I just thought it would be fun. And, and I know in in our group of friends that, that, you know, it's hard to get out or hard to get out and do a dinner on a Monday night, which was, you know, the actual Valentine's Day and finding a sitter in the middle of the week and all this and that. So I thought, well, we should just all get together on a weekend Mm -hmm. when it's close to Valentine's Day. A, it'll be fun. B, it's easier logistically with life. So it just worked out nicely this time. That's why they need to move it to a Saturday always.
1: Oh, you know, I want to say something. Yes. I wanted to write on people, everyone's, on people's Facebooks. I wanted to write happy Valentine's Day. Right. And and I didn't do it. I, I stopped myself from doing it. Mostly, well, because I felt like it wasn't appropriate.
0: Well, because Valentine's Day has that romance thing attached to it. So if you say it to somebody, does that mean that you have a romantic inkling towards them? Right? Is that the deal?
1: Well, I don't know. See, because I wouldn't have done it with that behind No, that
0: wouldn't. And me either. And I think I did do it to some people. So I hope they don't, (laughs) uh, you know, (laughs) I didn't offend anybody. Um, which would not be the first time. But, um, well,
1: I mean, there's plenty of single people online that we're friends with and then there's married people and you just kind of like, I mean, I, I I hearken back to that second grade class where I took those little tiny, you know, Snoopy and, uh, Valentine's day where you buy the pack and you get 20 of them in there and you write, you know, you know, all these different people's names on them and you go and you go, okay, this one's for you. And,
0: Right.
1: Right. So, uh, yes. And so I'm like thinking, well, it's just like Facebook is the same thing. I'm just going to break out my little pack of uh, Valentine's Day
0: oh, and put everybody in an envelope and give it to them. Yes. No, I agree with you. I think it was, would be fine. But I like you had mentioned last week, there was an article about or something you heard about, you know, you yeah. can't give Valentine's at work. Right. And I understand that that's a different setting. But on Facebook, especially with people that are your friends, I think it would have been OK. Uh, you know, here uh, again, I wouldn't have been offended.
1: Someone needs to come up with that for next year. I'm putting this out to the, the world community. If you want to do Valentine's Day right next year, you, you come up with a way that you can have non-romantic Valentines. That are friend, friendly Valentines. Tonic
0: Valentines, okay. Huh?
1: Non-romantic. The tonic ones, okay. Yeah, all right, for, all right. Yeah, I think that there's, because you know what? I, I think it's okay to you, allow Valentine's Day to have a, a, a situation where you can make other people feel special for the moment without it being an overt
0: uh, Romantic thing. De- yes, de- I know exactly de- de- what you're de- saying.
1: Declaration of love.
0: Yes, yes, I agree.
1: Uh, you know, I just want to say, hey, you know, thanks for I being... Was a- I was thinking of you, yes. thinking of you, your special In friend. a
0: completely non-romantic clinical way.
1: <laughs> That's right. In a, no, <laughs> yes. In, in a put on this... Uh, You know, hospital gown way. That's right,
0: (laughs) There's nothing behind this thought of you. I was just thinking of you. That's right. All right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Maybe that's the line of cards we should develop. That's a good idea.
1: You know what? (laughs) I I have a feeling. Give it to everybody. They're gonna sell.
0: (laughs) I think so. I think it's a good idea. All right, somebody write this down. (laughs) Uh,
1: uh, Okay, we have we have the copyright. Okay. Well,
0: so in the post Valentine's haze. Yes. For me, which was Sunday, I guess that little award show was on.
1: Yes, that's true. So uh, that would be the 53rd, 53rd annual Grammy Awards.
0: 53rd, huh? It, yeah. Okay. I, I
1: was wondering, I saw that, uh, the, the place, and I was wondering where it was, and I realized it, it was at the Staples Center. I guess this is, they've done it there now for a while.
0: I think so, yeah. That place is huge. It's really – I think it's almost too big, although I understand they want to have big-name music acts, so they want to have lots of people. But for for the industry part of it, it's much bigger than it needs to be because there aren't – I mean, yeah, there's a lot of people in the music business in Los Angeles, but not that many, not 10, 20,000. But well, well, do I'm they, sure they fill it with fans.
1: I was going to say, is that, is that the deal is that fans get to go to the Grammys?
0: I think so. Now they're making it more of a uh, fan-friendly place.
1: Is it a concert essentially?
0: It looked like it to me. I mean, that's what the footage looked like with all, all those people and all those different bands. And, and I thought that the performances, for the most part, were pretty good. Mm-hmm. I, poor Christina Aguilera had another trip up. Did you see that?
1: I heard about that. What What happened?
0: That girl's having a bad week. Um, they were finished with their song, and they were done, and they were walking off stage. And I don't think it made it onto the TV version because I think it was at the end. Oh. And and she just tripped and fell on her ass and on the stage. The poor gal, she just can't win for losing this week. She needs to go back to bed, I think.
1: That's pretty crazy.
0: It's pretty crazy. I, the song was fine. I mean, they were all doing their... It was a tribute to Aretha Franklin, which no one can sing like Aretha Franklin except for her. Uh-huh. So they're putting their interpretation on it and, and making it as soulful as they could and, and very talented women. So she sang her little heart out and then she just happened to fall down. So oh. I don't know what her deal is. Maybe there's going to be some speculation. Maybe she's, you know, losing it.
1: Doing some Doing <laughs> some stuff. Well, OK, I'm going to go. I'm going to go down the list of the winners. Okay. A little bit, just for the people. And then I'll tell you if
0: I've ever heard of them or not. Yeah, that's If there were a couple that I didn't know.
1: Record of the Year, Lady Antebellum.
0: Oh, I love that song. That's a good song.
1: Can you sing a little bit of it? No.
0: Oh, (laughs) yeah, I I could, (laughs) but I'm not going to. I don't don't want to turn off any more of the non-listeners that we have. But, yes, it's a good song. I'm sure you've heard it in a waiting room somewhere.
1: I'm sure. Album (laughs) of the Year, The Suburbs by Arcade Fire. I don't know them. Well, yes, you do, because they're the ones who do the music for where the wild things are.
0: I didn't see that movie.
1: You didn't? Did you've seen the trailer. Yeah. So. It's... Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, I've seen it. And, and I think I'm sure I've heard the songs, and I guess that was a real out of the blue pick and not a traditional Grammy pick either.
1: Well, yeah. It's sort of
0: alt thing that they don't usually go for. Yeah,
1: well, you know who was up for it was Eminem, Anti Bellum, Lady Gaga, and Katy Perry, and they and they beat them all out for album of the year.
0: And I, you know, what I can't speak to it very well because I haven't heard the whole album. I think the Eminem stuff is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Katy Perry stuff is fun. I like all of her songs. Right. And Lady Antebellum is fine, but they're they're fairly new, so I don't think they deserve it just based on the fact that they. Well, I guess that brings out that award show question. Yeah. Do you award the award based on the value of the work of that particular year time entity? Yes. Or do you take a career retrospective? No,
1: No, you can never do that because it's just like your Toastmasters. It's not fair that people know the people and have seen them. They have to judge the speech on its merits at the time it's given. Anything other than that is not fair.
0: So then, But you must assume that that's not the way that everybody votes, though, right? Oh,
1: I'm sure it's not. I, I'm sure there's always bias. You know, my favorite right. artist is Eminem, so I will always vote for Eminem. And that's not mine.
0: Right, exactly. Yeah. And, and he's been around, and he's yeah. kind of, you know, earned his keep and, and done well, whereas the Lady Antebellum, not so much. They're fairly new, so maybe they don't deserve it. I, I don't know. I don't have to vote for it, so it's hard for me to, to gauge. Right.
1: Song of the Year, Need You Now.
0: That's the Lady Antebellum song. It's good.
1: And that was by, uh, yeah, Lady Annabelle. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the whole bunch of songwriters for that gr- Is it a group or is it a per- uh, a, just a...
0: It's a group. They're a country group, but oh. they've crossed over into mainstream music as uh, well.
1: I, I will have to tell you, I, I am not a country music fan. Sorry. <laughs>
0: You, no, and, and they're not mainly country. I mean, oh. they do both genres. So sort of like a Carrie Underwood would be kind of a crossover. Oh, oh okay. I see. Yeah.
1: Okay. Um, be, Beg, steal, or borrow was one of them that was up for song of the year. My my favorite, F.U. by Silo Green. C. Green. <laughs> now, that.
0: did he get to say the F word when he was singing it? Or did he no. say his forget no, you? No, he said forget you. Forget you. All yes, right. That's did. what you had to do on SNL. I didn't know if they would beep <laughs> it out or what they would do.
1: Um, Esperanza Spalding.
0: Never new, heard of her. And she was up for, best and she won Artist of the Year, right? Beating
1: out Justin Bieber.
0: Thank goodness. Uh-huh. That doesn't break my heart. Uh-huh. Um, She apparently is like a jazz musician, correct?
1: Uh, you know, I. A jazz I, singer. I think you're correct.
0: Somebody had mentioned that they had seen her two years ago at the Hollywood Bowl and that she was really great at the Playboy Jazz Festival. So, um, and they were playing a little bit of her stuff on NPR yesterday Mm -hmm. and it sounded kind of jazzy, scatty kind of Starbucks music kind of thing. So I'll have to check it out. I'm sure it's, you know, I'm sure she's good. I just hadn't heard of her and I feel unhip that I hadn't heard of her, but oh well. Uh, Best female
1: pop vocal performance, Lady Gaga.
0: She deserves it. I for all the weirdness that she brings to the table, I think she is talented. So and she has to dress outrageously. The girl is not attractive. Have you really ever looked at her? No, no. Oh, she's not attractive. Wow. So she needs to wear all of that craziness <laughs> because then you forget about her not being very pretty. That's fine. <laughs> and she was dressed as an egg or something. Oh, was she? And she had a shoulder implant that looked like she had a horn on her shoulder, and I don't know. That's funny. I want to know where she comes up with this stuff. I, I appreciate her individuality, mm-hmm. but um, don't understand where she gets it. And, you know, the whole meat dress thing that she did earlier this year. Yeah, and that was pretty wild. That's pretty wild. Mm-hmm. Um, Although the new song is getting just ripped to shreds because everyone says it's a Madonna knockoff you know she doesn't
1: write all that stuff herself either she's got like a whole entourage of people involved in everything she does
0: i'm sure she does
1: that that is yeah um (laughs) best male pop vocal who's bruno mars
0: my favorite singer from my favorite song
1: just the way you are
0: Oh, you don't know that song? Is that
1: the, a remake of the, that other, the no. old?
0: No, not at all. It's a very nice song oh, you would it. like. It. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All so, right. It. You need to get onto iTunes after this podcast is uh-huh. over and download some Lady Annabellum and download the Bruno Mars song. Okay. okay. I'm, I didn't know he won. I'm glad he did. But, he's. he's
1: but I, I will tell you, and I'm, uh, you know, I, I Michael Buble's Haven't Met You Yet is a really good song. I think that it was, is a good song. It, I would have liked to seen that one win.
0: So. Yeah, he and he's very talented. It, yeah, it's hard when they have two guys like that.
1: Yeah, okay. At best pop performance by a duo or group with vocals that's been overplayed in every commercial is "Hey, Soul Sister."
0: Oh, train! I, I'm about.
1: <laughs> I'm. I am tired of hearing that song.
0: I. I. I can't tell you how, in my opinion, overplayed that song has been, and I liked it at first, and and I do like the sentiment that it conveys because it's fun and catchy but yes you're right it's been overdone I, I've everywhere seen, I've all seen the time them in
1: concert i've seen them in concert and it just was like uh, okay done
0: <laughs> although their newer song the new release off that same album that yeah. marry me song yeah. is beautiful
1: oh. maroon five was up which i was surprised to see them the glee Ooh, was just really good the glee
0: class the cast they're tv people they're not grammy and they were, people and they were up Jeez,
1: <laughs> a best
0: pop. Well, I guess. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, best First pop
1: one. collaboration with vocals, which is kind of like you know, two people. Um, they did Imagine the Imagine Project, Herbie Hancock, Pink, a whole bunch of people.
0: What which, was it like a tribute song or a I, charity song? I
1: don't think so. I think it's just a a song that a bunch of people of different backgrounds got together to do. Like, there's a Kate Perry, Snoop Dogg, California Girls.
0: Right, right, That yeah.
1: Mix up Telephone, Lady Gaga, and Beyonce. And Beyonce, that's and, a good song. Yeah, so those were the kinds of songs that were up for it. Um, they had best, I'll just kind of go over the categories real quick. Uh, best instrumental, best pop instrumental album, like a Kenny G type thing. Mm-hmm. Best pop vocal album. That was uh, Lady Gaga, I got that one. Best dance record.
0: <laughs> oh, who won that?
1: Rihanna, only girl.
0: <gasps> That's my favorite song. Oh, Yay! There you go. There you go. <laughs> that was my Valentine's anthem. Hey, I, I'm I, glad she was.
1: Best electronic dance album went to La rue I guess they. I've never that. heard of
0: them. I know it's bad when it's we're the oldsters talking about the Grammys. I've never heard of them. Never heard of them.
1: <laughs> now, now, uh Michael Bublé won best traditional pop vocal album with his "Crazy Love," beating out Barry Manilow, Johnny Mathis.
0: He beat Barry and Johnny,
1: and and Barbara Streisand.
0: <laughs> oh, all right, that's a tough category right there. I'm sure he was a uh, come from behind winner there.
1: Well, how about this? I and I can't even believe these people were even up for awards. <laughs> aren't, aren't these people like dead? But <laughs> but I'm okay with it. Uh, best solo rock vocal performance went. These were this is who was up for Paul McCartney, Eric Clapton, John Mayer, Robert Plant, and Neil Young. And the, uh,
0: what songs are those guys up for this year? That's uh, weird.
1: Uh, Ra- uh, Paul McCartney won for Helter Skelter.
0: I never, I've never heard his rendition of that. Okay. Oh, come on!
1: That's like just like a, it's like redoing one of his Beatles songs.
0: I, I was gonna say. I mean, Helter I haven't heard it. Skelter, this year. yeah, thirty years ago. Yeah, that's know. weird.
1: So, uh, and then there was uh, Eric Clapton, "Run Back to Your Side," John Mayer, "Crossroads." Robert Plant, Silver Rider, and Neil Young, Angry World. He's just angry all the time.
0: I've heard the new Robert Plant stuff. It's not bad. Cool. And and yeah. John Mayer. I think I don't. I don't know. Do you know much about him? He's uh, sometimes controversial in his oh, comments. Oh, is he? Yes. And of course, he's a total ladies' man, playing the field with all the hotties and oh. breaking up like Jennifer Aniston and all oh. that. Yeah.
1: Um. And then the categories go on to Best Hard Rock and Best Metal Performance, Rock Instrumental, Best Rock Song.
0: Did uh, they have, like, Best Comedy Album? Did you see any of those? Uh, or were those the Grammys awarded earlier? Oh, uh,
1: let's find out. I, I'm on, actually, the Grammys uh, website.
0: Because I know they have that at a separate. Oh.
1: <laughs> my favorite. Uh, well, I don't know. He's one of my favorite comedians. One Best Comedy
0: Album. Who?
1: Louis Black.
0: Oh, good for him.
1: Stark raving
0: black. He is Oh, he, excellent. I yeah. would totally listen to that. Oh yeah. I well, love him. Uh,
1: he was up against some pretty good people there. Margaret Show. Okay. Uh, Flight of the Concords I have yet to kind of understand. Kathy Griffin and Robin Williams, which I saw in concert do Weapons of Self Destruction.
0: How was he live? Was he good?
1: Yeah, he was very good. And very entertaining and I would yeah.
0: I would Did he, So you laughed out loud? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I ever have at a Robin Williams thing. So,
1: But but once you see it – oh, you mean nothing? Movies? Nothing?
0: Yeah. I mean I don't find him funny. In fact, he makes me nervous.
1: Really? Did you ever – When see- I
0: see him on talk shows and stuff because you never know what he's going to do and he he's kind of manic and he talks really fast and then – or then he grows a beard and he's serious and I, I don't know. Sometimes I just don't like him.
1: Well, I, I, he's kind of like the male – well, I don't know. I was going to say he's the male version of a Whoopi Goldberg.
0: <laughs> the male version of Whoopi. That's a good way to describe him. I don't like her either. So that makes
1: sense. Well, well, my thought really is that th- these are com- people who are grown up as comedians. They've had uh, great success and they've done a lot of really straight movies that were non-comedies true you know and and have yes. been very successful doing them you know that's right kind of interesting and they're friends so yeah um yeah so i think that we kind of beat this thing to death here there's a lot yeah of i
0: guess it's over See, with i mean there was no real drama or anything you know no kanye west interrupting anybody nothing good like that happened
1: there, there's 109 categories that they oh that they gave awards for so
0: wow okay yeah See, I just don't listen to enough pop music or or music radio anymore to know that, and that's probably just a symptom of my age.
1: Uh, maybe, maybe you have to just award so much crap out there so everybody can get one.
0: Well, of course, the Grammys are sort of notoriously known for being sort of fixed, right? Like, I've heard in the past. It yes. Is. I don't know how it is anymore. But. There's criteria for winning a Grammy that – even though it's not supposed to be true, is supposedly believed as being true. You know, if you're a big name and you show up at the ceremony, yeah, most likely you're going to win. And oh. it seems like the band that just played, and then their category comes up, and then they end up winning. Okay. So come, there's a little bit of that.
1: Come on. Um, category 63. Best bandana, or was it banda album? What's the ex-banda? <laughs> Banda's Mexican music. What's... Best, best Americana album.
0: Americana, like folk music, maybe?
1: Best bluegrass album. Best tra- traditional blues album. Contemporary blues album. Traditional folk album.
0: I guess just the country artists alone would, would have, you know, several different genres of their music. So
1: Best Hawaiian music album. Best, <laughs> best Native American music album. Oh, best Zydeco or Cajun music album. Best reggae so, album.
0: Am I to guess that your iPod is not brimming with all of these best of? I don't know. Best Zydeco. That's funny.
1: You know, best spoken well, word for word for album for children.
0: Oh dear! Don't they award a best spoken word like a book on tape? Right, is uh, what that is.
1: Yes, and that was the Daily Show with Jon Stewart presents the Earth the the audio book oh,
0: I wonder how long that is that book is so huge
1: I, I don't know but you know what he beat out Sarah Silverman and the bedwetter
0: ah uh, <laughs> uh, that's funny
1: also, so, well
0: good yeah. for them I'm yeah. glad you know and the fashion stuff was fun to see the recap and, and see who looked good and who didn't mm-hmm.
1: alright so I th- I think that wraps up some Grammy
0: talk so alright so let's get to the good stuff <laughs>
1: the good stuff
0: Good stuff. Let's talk, let's talk dish, dish? Politicians and their problems.
1: Uh, uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, well, so you
0: have the internet where you are. I'm I'm podcasting from a parking lot today, I, I, but I'm pulling up you the New York Times. TV. I'm yes. pulling up the
1: New York Times right now, and and, and we're going to start with. Yeah, Berlusconi, right? Yeah, Berlusconi to stand trial. You know, this guy though, he's got had a reputation for a long time of all sorts of scandals and things like this, and this is just another one of his, his scandals. You know, he's going to he stand tra- trial in April on charges of prostitution and abuse um, of of his office. So, as he, let's see here. And how old was this person? I believe he was... Reportedly 17. 17 years old. Yes. But, I mean, that guy's like...
0: He, he he's must, 74. He's one of the statues there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hes he's been in trouble for lots of things. This is the first sort of... Like, business things he's been in trouble for. This is the first sort of personal misconduct that they've gotten him on. And it feels like they really have it in for him because... Well, and, and maybe rightfully so, that if he can't get out of it with the sort of connections and power that he seems to wield, there must be something really to it.
1: Well, this is it says here. Under Italian law, the age of consent is 14. But Oh, interesting. Okay. But it's illegal to pay for sexual services with a person under 18.
0: Oh, okay.
1: So now this is the interesting part. Um, now the, 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 the deal is, is that the girl that he was with was Moroccan-born, and wait, it gets better yet, was the niece of Hosni Mubarak, the then president of Egypt.
0: She was with. Say that part again. What's her connection to Egypt?
1: Uh She's the niece of the then president <sighs> You're of Egypt. Kidding?
0: Hosni, no. Wow, this is a truly global incident. This then is juicy. <laughs> So okay, two things I need you to clarify. Okay. If it's if 14 is the age of consent, yes, then if he was just having a relationship with her with no money exchanged, it would have been completely legal?
1: He's going to get out of this. This is what it says here. Both Berlusconi and this girl, her name's uh Miss uh Marug, I believe is how it's pronounced. Okay. Say they did not have sex. Both oh. of them. Okay. Although Miss Marug says the prime minister gave her 7000 euros for the first time she came to his villa for a party last spring (laughs) in a television interview last month, she said she had made up a parallel life telling people she was Egyptian, not Moroccan. Although she didn't say whether she had ever claimed to be Miss uh, Mubarak's niece. So that's according to the New York times quoting from them. Um, But I kind of, uh, I'm kind of thinking if, if, if the girl's not pressing charges and isn't going to prove that they had sex, how do you prove it?
0: How do you prove it? Well, I don't know that you need to prove that much in the Italian courts, right? Well, that's the other question. What do you
1: have to prove? And
0: that one poor, well, I shouldn't call her poor girl. I don't know the story. It's very sordid that Amanda Knox gal um, and her boyfriend with the, the other teenage girl, they were having the affairs and somebody died and now she's in jail. And you've heard that story, obviously. Who's that with? uh, Her name's Amanda Knox. She was a teenager, an American teenager studying over there in college, I guess, Uh Uh, very young. And it had some sort of romantic tryst with a roommate and a boyfriend. And then the other the other female in the trio Uh was killed, brutally murdered. And of course, she was she's being held for it and has been charged and convicted of it. But they're reopening the case because there's new evidence who knows? It just seems like it's, it's really, like, well, I, you know, so he's going to do whatever he's going to do. He's going to get off on it. Right. I mean, he's not going to get in trouble for it. Right.
1: You know, I, he's like you said, he's been in trouble before. Chances right. are it ain't happening again. He'll, I mean, figure he'll, it he'll out. be, yeah. He's going to get a good lawyer.
0: Well, you know, we have all these scandals here of our own. It's not like we need to live vicariously through the Italians with all the politicians we have who have hold on a
1: second i need to take off my shirt and pose
0: uh. <laughs> hold on we want to create another scandal right People on the internet right <laughs> yeah no i agree with you i think that that we we have enough of this homegrown salaciousness but it, it's still kind of fun to hear about it you know, uh, do you know
1: what? the the guy who sent the um uh, picture of, of himself with the shirt off the who is that? he's a Republican uh
0: congressman. Yeah, Lee, right? Yeah, his yeah, last seat.
1: yeah, Christopher Lee. And, and when I first heard it, who it was, I thought it was the guy from Star Wars. <laughs> the actor, Christopher Lee.
0: Christopher, who is he in Star Wars?
1: Uh he was the um he was the general with the beard. Oh, okay. You know who gets his who gets oh, killed? Oh my
0: God! That would be hundred years old now, right? <laughs> uh, yeah,
1: you know he's been in movie, all sorts of movies. I'm like, really, Christopher Lee? So, but I saw the picture, and the I mean, the whole thing is like, you know, what, if I was him, I would have said, you know what? I'm sorry, I made a mistake, but I'm not resigning.
0: And who did he send the picture to? Some
1: random girl from the Craigslist.
0: Okay. See, here's the problem. He broke the cardinal rule of internet naked pictures. He put his face on there. That's right. That, that's 101 on internet naked photos. That's right. So you don't put your face on there. We all know this. And yeah, and then some random Craigslist person, aren't there better venues to use? Can't you find a specific chat area of people who would keep that discreet?
1: You you know what? Just thinking about that, I will be setting up that uh, website here today. (laughs) Yes,
0: you're going to create that domain name right now. Yep.
1: It's called uh, (laughs) uh, (laughs) congresshookups.com.
0: I like it. That's good. Hold on. Let me get that there. right. Yes. (laughs) Um.
1: (laughs) Congressionalhookups.com.
0: Yeah, reserve that site. And that way it could be safe for them to send their pictures or, you know. (sighs) Photograph their wide stances, whatever it is that these guys keep getting in trouble for. Right,
1: we'll we'll have a whole set for you know. Are, are you a log cabin Republican? Or are you? Right. Yeah, you know. Are you just? Yes. Are you just lonely and looking for somebody to talk to at night? <laughs> are you? Well, a, I guess. Are you a governor of a state with a last name similar to you know maybe
0: one of your hosts? <laughs> uh, you know, you just. <laughs> <laughs> governor Spencer. That's right. <laughs> There, is there any family relation there? You probably Absolutely connect.
1: none. Zero. Know. zero. Right. Thank you. But I always tell people hand. that you can spell my name the same way as the governor of New York,
0: right? I like that. Okay. Uh, He's landed on his feet, though. He did all right.
1: Uh, he was doing all right long before he became the governor. He, he was well-to-do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. And I guess that uh, Governor Sanford, you know, the guy who was hiking the Appalachian Trail. Mm-hmm. And then actually, he was in Argentina with his girlfriend. Yes. Um, apparently, he's back with that girlfriend. Well, so,
1: well, that's what love does to people, right? Because it all comes back to Valentine's Day.
0: That's right. You can't stop true love, baby. Well, uh, maybe you can. And John Edwards is with his mistress, right?
1: Uh, I, I hear that. That's
0: true. His. Poor cancer-ridden dead wife isn't even cold, and he's with the other woman. So yeah,
1: I, I think there was enough bad blood going on there that they were.
0: Uh, <laughs> oh, you think? Yeah. You think maybe things had cooled for the two of them?
1: N- it never, it never got any better. I'm sure.
0: <laughs> I'm sure it didn't. I mean, we, you know, it's not fun to make fun of people's personal tragedies. But what makes it fun, or the the Schadenfreude part of it, is the the fact that they sort of come off so much holier than now. I think that's the part where. We're allowed to poke.
1: Well, what, okay. You know what? Of all of the scandals, and, and I'm sure it's been beaten to death, you talk about the Clinton scandal, sex sure. scandal, which is probably, yeah. the, the, probably the most famous in modern times.
0: Especially for us, yes.
1: And you look at it, and then the husband and wife are together still to this day. Right. It's like they got over it. Yeah. In, in every other case, you kind of get the impression that people don't really get over it, and what makes what happened with Clinton different than everybody else? Or was it just those two people that kind of go, you know what? Yeah. You embarrassed me, but you know what? I'm moving on. And I'm a career minded woman and F you, and I'm not going to let you, uh, you're, I'm not going to let you tear up my psyche because you, you're a screwed up man.
0: I think there's two kinds of relationships that that happens to, I think. And, and I don't know which one there's, falls into but there's the people who have their marriage of convenience uh-huh. and they're married and they have their 2.2 2 kids and that's the way it's going to be regardless of whatever spouse does they're going to stay married through thick and thin they may hate each other at the end of it but they're going to stay married and then the other is just you know people that are either capable of forgiving or have a do they do have a Strong love for one another and can figure that stuff out i think I think people can be forgiving in that way
1: I mean you think about this uh, and, and this goes back to all these resignations we 're seeing. Clinton gets caught doesn't resign pretty much you can say that he you know successfully completed his eight years as president
0: right. Everybody else who gets caught quits quits leaves. Right. True. Well, I mean he was impeached. It wasn't like he went unscathed, but the impeachment didn't lead to him having to leave office. That's, so that's, that's right.
1: Which and, basically and Because
0: so. impeachment doesn't mean leaving office, it just means being tried for your offense, correct?
1: Right. Such as yeah. like they could have disbarred him for life and there's all these different penalties they could do, but whoop de doo, right?
0: And does that just play to the bottom line that they cared about the fact that they that he lied? Mm -hmm. But does anybody really care what he did?
1: I, you know, I don't know. I think that it it really set a different tone about what people think about when they talk about uh, these kind of scandals and what their expectations of politicians are. Right. Excuse me. I
0: I wonder if, and bottom line for you, for any one of these people,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: does what they did with their scandalous partner – make you question their ability to be their elected leader
1: no yeah uh, for me no and the reason is is because i think that uh people's ability to be altruistic yes. you know wanting to actually do a better thing for you know be part of pol- the political system isn't right th- they're not doing it's just so they can get laid they're do- <laughs> they're <laughs> Doing it because they really want to make a difference in the world, and what happens is things happen. Interpersonal relationships are outside of that. I yeah. totally believe that. Yeah, you know, I I don't think that they go to into Congress going. You know what? I'm going to become a congressman because I'm going to get lucky.
0: Exactly. It's just I'll be a chick magnet. Yeah, you're right. I, I think they're. I think they do start out that way, but but they get jaded and affected through the process.
1: So I, I don't think that, I mean, obviously he like this. Christopher Lee was out. He was just trolling, but I'm sure that in other cases, you know, there's situations where a, um, you know, like a, a, a person is around an associate, whether it's a staff or whatever, and, and they become very, you know, closely interconnected and they develop a relationship and it gets, uh, To be more than just uh, a worker, coworker, or you know, right? Yeah,
0: which would happen. It happens every day in offices and places. So, I think maybe people recognize the humanness of it, Mm -hmm. and and were able to forgive that factor.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So,
0: well, I guess we should leave on a positive note because that we, you know, we appreciate their service, but they just need to keep that stuff off the internet.
1: Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> or just visit congressionalhookups.com. dot you com. Know. Send
0: your pictures. You can be the conduit for them.
1: That's right. I, I want at least ten thousand dollars to sign up and we will That's guarantee right. anonymity and you can send all the shirtless pictures that you want to girls who won't show them to anybody. <laughs> or or if you're inclined, you know, you're some well, well, whoever you want them to go to. So, there you go. No, all I, right. I, I kid. I kid.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's not a bad idea, though. Chalk that up to the the Valentine's, the platonic clinical Valentines. I think it's all going to work out.
1: Man, just think about the opportunity. Laundry. Yeah. That's
0: right. <laughs> well, should we wrap this up today?
1: Yeah, we should. And I think we had a lot of fun today. That was a little bit extra Valentiney.
0: Thank goodness. <laughs> Squeeze the last drop of Valentine juice out of this week.
1: Yes. (laughs) Hold on. I. I. (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, I hope you guys all have a great week, especially you, Teresa. Have a great week. And for TJ Talks, I'm
0: Judd. And I'm Teresa.
1: And we'll chat with you later.
0: Talk at you later.